Success Road Podcast, Episode 9, Less But Better. Welcome back to the Success Road Podcast. My name is Joshua Rivers, your host, and this is the podcast to help you be able to focus on what it means to be successful and especially be able to explore what that means for you and what we can be able to do to be able to achieve that or work toward achieving that on a daily basis. And so as a reminder that success is not a destination, it's a journey. It's the road that we are traveling in this life. In this episode, we're going to explore something that I alluded to a couple episodes ago because there has been some irregularity in the posting of this podcast. And so I mentioned that things have gotten crazy and I let things kind of get out of control and busy and things like that. And so we're going to be looking at the concept of doing less but better. And so with this episode, I'm going to be telling a lot of my personal story over the last couple of years. And so kind of where I came from, where I'm kind of the journey I went on and where I am now, and then some of the lessons that I've learned from that, that you can be able to take away from this. And so uh, even though it's a lot about my story, I do hope that uh, you'll stick into the end and that you'll be able to identify with the lessons that I've learned um, and continuing to learn. And so I'm going to go back to the start of 2015. I did some reflection regarding myself and my goals. And so, well, actually, I guess you could say I started a couple months before that by listening to different podcasts and reading blog posts about goals and different things like that. And so during that time of the year, uh, everyone's talking about resolutions and goals and other things related to those things. So it's easy to be able to find that kind of content during that time. And so a lot of people start thinking about those during that time. And so I was starting to prepare mentally for that. And so this is something I've done for the last couple of years. I didn't really do it much before 2011, 2012. I never really thought too much about setting goals or resolutions too much. And so, but for the past uh, past few years, I've been doing that and I've been more intentional about setting goals. And so to be honest, most of those goals, um, I kind of use that loosely, but I'm using that term. Uh, they're more like aspirations and desires uh, because um, even though some of them were specific um, and I had a deadline with some of them, a lot of them didn't have a good way to be able to measure it or the, be able to measure the progress or they weren't really actionable in the way that I formed them. And so each year I was pretty good for the first month or two and then I would trail off like everybody else with following their goals. And so then I'd, we'd come about mid-year that I'd have a renewal of that and get a little excited again and then I would get back on it. But then again, that would kind of fade off after a month or so. And then I would come back to November and December and then start making goals again for the next year. And so I found myself in this pattern. And so I obviously want to be able to learn from that, be able to make some changes, because after you do that a couple of times, you start to realize that there's a pattern, that something isn't working quite right. And so one of my problems in 2013 was that I had way too many things on my goals list. And so there's little chance that I'd be able to focus enough on all of it to be able to make progress. And so what I had done is I had actually 20 goals in seven different areas of my life. 
So the experts say that you should have between five and seven goals. So I kind of went overboard. And so I, I hit seven as far as the number of areas, but, um, but yeah, way overboard on the different things. And so, um, there's a list. If you go to the show notes at joshuarivers.net slash zero zero nine, uh, you could be able to see the list that I had. Um, the seven areas I had is based on the, the wheel of life from Zig Ziglar. And so there's spiritual, physical, intellectual, family, social, career, and financial. And so I had several goals under each one of those. Um, some of them only had two goals. Uh, some of them had four. And so um, a lot of different things that are going to be due. And so I mean, a lot of them were small, but still a lot of different things to try to keep track of. And so while I could be hard on myself for trying to set too many goals and not making them um, smart goals, uh, but this was the first year that really took time to think about it and to write them down. And then obviously I shared them publicly with the world. And so this was at least a very good start for me. And so I, I at least applaud myself for um, taking the time and the effort to be able to do something and to be intentional about it. And so as I set goals for the next year, for 2014, I did better than I did the year before. I trimmed my 20 goals down to 12. And so still not exactly where I quote unquote should have been, but it was definitely better than it was before. And so um, I didn't categorize them. And so I kind of used that as a, as a template kind of, um, but, uh, but I had things like have a prayer journal, exercise routine, reduce pop intake, cut back on the eating out and reading 10 new books, reviewing 10 previous books, uh, gazelle intents on paying off the mortgage dedicate time each week for family and then also for the business I was trying to start improve marketing for my business um, and then uh, deeper connections with people and then have other families over to our house and so there are several things that were on my 2014 list that were on my 2013 list and so something like diet and exercise that's something that's been on my list for the last several years and I'm always falling off and so uh, it's carried over into this year as well. And so, and so anyway, so that's coming up uh, later. And so I experienced greater success in achieving more of these goals. And so again, I was a little bit more focused, a little bit more intentional. And so I was able to uh, achieve a little bit better success with those things. And so another thing that I did besides just setting goals was I was using focus words and so you may have heard of this before, uh, but I had heard starting in the uh, beginning of 2013, there was a fellow blogger, Carol Dublin. She's a fellow follower of Chris Licurdo. And so that's how we met online. And so I started following her blog some, and uh, she had written a post that she was choosing three focus words. And this was a practice that she learned from Chris Brogan. And so you basically just choose three different words that you want to have as your focus. It's kind of the uh, kind of embodies the the goals and the direction that you want to go for the year. And so in 2013, not only did I have my 20 goals, but I also chose three words. And so I thought, hey, well, this is good. Let me try to do what I can to be able to uh, focus. And then I also knew 
that uh, visual things can be very helpful. So having uh, something visual to help remind me of what needs to be done. And so I created a bulletin board uh, for my home office. And so I, I put the year on there. I had uh, my goals on there. I had my three focus words, which um, my focus words for that year were dedication, intentionality, and opportunity. And so, because those are three things that I really wanted to focus on, I was trying to be more intentional in what I did. I want to be dedicated to the things that I was uh, trying to do, the different goals I was setting. And then I was looking for opportunity to be able to grow. And so I was looking for different opportunities. So those are my three words. And so I had those on the board. I had my goals. I had a, a long list of books that I wanted to read. And so I just through different podcasts and blogs I had uh, been following, I accumulated a list of books that I wanted to uh, get a hold of. And so um, I actually still have that list up there. I haven't updated it. Still, it's been sitting on the bulletin board, basically in the exact same spot as it's been. And so uh, anyway, uh, the board helped me to be able to keep those things in front of me, kind of keep it top of mind. But that only lasted for a couple months. And so uh, one of the downfalls for me is I, I was uh, working in a Christian school. And well, that wasn't the downfall. Uh, the downfall was the fact that I was doing less work at home and more work at the Christian school. And so I wasn't seeing my bulletin board as often. And so it kind of, uh, kind of got away from me. And so, um, it, it was really good for a while, but then again, I got away from it. Um, and so then in 2014, I chose another three words, uh, this time, however, instead of choosing three different words, I chose a three word phrase. And so I kind of change it up because I like to do that. And so I, the phrase I used was sharpen your ax. And so this was based on the Bible verse, Ecclesiastes 10, 10, where it says, if the iron be blunt and he do not wet the edge, then much he put, uh, then must he put to more strength. And so, um, and so that, that just gives the idea there that if you're dealing with a dull ax, it's, you're going to have to use a lot more strength to be able to chop the wood or whatever work that you're doing. So translating that to my life is that I wanted to sharpen my skills so that my skills would be sharp so that when I work with those skills, that it's easier and I don't have to put as much effort into accomplishing those. And so that that was my thinking behind that. And so I, I had that kind of as my focus. Um, I didn't have it on my bulletin board. I didn't have it in a place I could see on a regular basis. And so um, it went in and out of my consciousness. And so um, and so it, it did help. Uh, but again, it wasn't in front of me all the time. And so I kept slipping back. And that takes us to 2015. And so for this year, I decided to go a bit different route. And so I didn't make a list of 12 or 20 goals like I did the previous years. I ended up just boiling it down to one word, and that is better. And so I just had a focus and I had a goal that I wanted to be better in certain areas of my life, not just, and so obviously better is very general, but I wanted to be a better Christian. I wanted to be a better husband, a better dad. I wanted to be a better leader. I wanted to have better skills, be able to take my skills, specific skills, and be better with those and then have better character. 
And so after I chose this word, I started listening to the book Essentialism by Greg McCohen. And so in that book, he emphasizes the need for narrowing everything down to the one thing that is most important. And that is the way to improve something or that the way to improve something is by doing less of other things. So say no to other things so you can say yes to the the one thing that's most important at that time. And so... Um, and so that led me to kind of adapt my one word of better to a three word phrase again, like I, I used a three word phrase the year before. And so this is less, but better. And so kind of giving me a little more focus of trying to not just work on doing better in those different areas, but trying to say no to other things or even saying no to some things I was doing and doing less of those so that I can focus on the other things to become better. And so now if you were to look over the past five months of this year so far, you'd probably be thinking the same thing that I've thought, that it doesn't seem like I've focused on less but better um, because the, the year has been definitely chaotic and hectic. There's been a lot of things going on. And so, and you can see that with this podcast, I haven't been as consistent as I would have liked to have been with this podcast. And so I, I would go two, three, four weeks in between episodes. And so that's definitely not what my goal was. My goal was to have an episode every week. And so I wanted to be able to share uh, different things with you, but I had other things that crept in and I didn't realize how busy it was going to make me. And so, cause I had some commitments coming into the year, some commitments that I made that I didn't really feel like I could or should um, cancel. And so I was working on those part of it um, is, um, something that's been going on since 2010. And that is I've been taking classes working toward my associate's degree. And so I've been doing that, uh, very slowly because I've been working full time, have a family, um, and I've been having all these other things. So I've been taking basically just one or two classes. There's, uh, one semester, I think I had three classes. Um, but anyway, so it's just been going on for a while and I'm getting really close. And so I just finished the spring semester uh, last week. And so now I have just three classes left. And so um, at the moment, I'm planning on probably two classes in the fall and one in the spring or one in the fall and two in the spring. I'm not sure yet exactly how that's going to lay out. And so um, and so hopefully I'll be done by next spring altogether. And so I won't have, have anything else. And so, uh, so even though that is uh, something that took a lot of time um, away from some of the things I was trying to do, uh, it's getting really close to the end, and I need to get that finished up. And so uh, then there's um, other things that started happening. And so there are some things with my church um, that I had committed to. And so there is a, um, a program. It's only twice a month. Um, and so it's a grief recovery uh, program called Calm, and so I'm I'm leading in that. Um, and there's also a class that I was teaching, an English class, in our uh, seminary um, that we have in our church. And so, just a small seminary, not a huge one. Um, and so, but they were needing an English teacher, and they asked if I would do that. And so I had said yes. And so that was earlier in the fall. And so it was a commitment I was already. Um, uh, committed to at that point. And so um, there was other things, though, that I had to scale back just so I could be able to focus on the things that I, I 
had to be able to put my attention to. And so unfortunately my content creation is something that took a hit. And so, um, as I obviously pointed out that I haven't posted, uh, podcast episodes here, I haven't been writing blog posts very often. Um, and so the same thing happened on my other blogs and podcasts. I have three different ones that I, um, have been working with. And so I had to scale back each one, um, in different ways. And so, uh, I haven't been able to do what I've wanted to do in each of those. And so, uh, I, I hope to be able to get that change now the school semester is over. And so I'm doing a homeschooling with my kids still, um, in the summer. And so I know I'm probably the worst parent in the world for making my kids do school during the summer, but, uh, but it works for us. And so we're, we're able to have flexibility and things like that. And we have a trip coming up in the fall that we're planning on. And so we know we're not going to be doing school during that time. And so we're just, uh, doing some over the summer to be able to, um, keep going with what we're doing. And so, um, but there's different things I've had to scale back on. And so that leads us to the lessons that I've learned. And, uh, actually I'm still learning. And so, and it's a really simple list. Um, and so it really just boils down to two really basic things that we just need to focus on. I need to focus on more and I think it really help you as well. And so number one is learn to say no. And so, um, that takes work. It takes practice, uh, especially somebody like me that is, um, uh, historically a people pleaser. I like to be able to say, yes, I like to be useful to people. I like to be able to, um, say yes to them. I like to be able to have that. And so I need to learn to say no though, because it's not always the best thing for me to be able to do that because it takes me away from other things. And so one important principle I've heard is that every time you say yes to something, you're saying no automatically to something else or even multiple somethings. And so when I said yes to teaching in the uh, that English class, then I was saying no to something else. And so I was saying no to content creation or saying no to sleep. Uh, or saying no to exercise. And so you're saying no to something every time that you say yes. And so you have to learn to say no to the correct thing so that you can be, say, be able to say yes to the right things. That leads us to number two. And actually, I probably should have made this number one is uh, take time to reflect on what is important um, or even what is most important, not just important, because we have uh, priorities on different things. And so we have our list of whatever we see as a, a uh, most important. And a lot of times we may not have a physical list written out, but whenever a push comes to shove, your priorities are shown. And so uh, when you have two conflicting things, the things that you do, mo- the thing that you choose to do over the other uh, is just shows where your priority is. And that may change from time to time. And so there may be one day that one thing is more important than the other. And then the next day might be switched. And so, but what you need to do is you need to take time to reflect on what is most important. And then that can be able to guide your decision on what you say yes to and what you say no to. And so that's one important thing that I've really taken away from this. And so uh, there's other things that I'm doing as well. Um, There have been studies that have shown that um, having physical clutter um, around you can produce mental clutter. 
um, which then hampers the creativity and the productivity that you're able to have. Um, now, I don't know if this is true for everybody, but I know it is for me. And so when I'm in a cluttered area, I get distracted a lot easier than if I'm in a place that's cleaned up, uh, something that's organized and neat. And so um, that's something I'm working on right now. Um, now that the semester is done, it's one of my projects that I'm working on is getting some areas cleaned and organized in my house. And so we started this process back um, last summer um, and we made it, made it to a certain point and then we had to stop. And so here in the last week or so, since I've been off school, I've done some organizing and decluttering in my office. And so um, I've been, uh, and actually now my garage is, little extra messy but it's out of my office at least and so um and so i need to go through this stuff in the garage and i've already thrown away a lot of stuff and so i'm decluttering trying to get rid of some of that stuff and so again less getting rid of stuff simplifying and so uh it comes back to that less but better and so when you really focus on less you can be able to put that attention and that focus on the whatever that is that is most important to you, and you can become better at that. And so that is something that I'm really working on. And so uh, I'm trying to be able to uh, create um, a good basis for my business, which I've been able to see some growth here the last couple of months, which was um, unintentional, but it's something that I've been going with because uh, I, I don't want to hamper um, that growth because if I can be able to, uh, get this up. I'll be able to leave my full-time job eventually and um, definitely hoping and praying that I'll be able to get that at some point. I'm hoping sooner than later. And so, because uh, I really want to be able to have that freedom, I'm not looking to create this massive um, uh, business or anything that uh, has hundreds of employees or anything like that. I'm looking at basically just to replace my job so I have freedom um, and to be able to do what I need to do with my family, what I like to do with my family, with my church and the other areas of my life. And so I'm trying to go for that quality of life, go for that freedom. And so I'd really like to be able to do that. And so, um, so I'm really trying to focus on those different things. And so with that, I'm having to say no to different things. And so there were some TV shows that I had been trying to follow and I followed them back um, even in the fall, but then it came up to the spring and I just didn't have the focus on there. And so I I, I watched a couple of them. And so uh, two of the shows are Once Upon a Time and then also Marvel's um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And so uh, they, they had half a season back in the fall and then they came back, I think, in March um, and continue the season and i i had seen one or two episodes of each one um and then i'm looking last week and this week and realizing that they're uh, having the finales so i <laughs> i just uh totally missed out um on pretty much all of it and so but i'm okay with it because it's not my focus and so if i would have taken time to be able to do that that would have been another at least 24 hours of stuff that i wouldn't have gotten done and so either that or I would have gone with 24 hours less sleep. And so, and that's not something I like to do either. And so I don't get enough sleep uh, most of the time anyway. That's another thing I need to focus on. But anyway, I'm kind of uh, 
going on a couple rabbit trails here, but you can just see how all these things really take time to really consider and to really, uh, you need to take that time to reflect and see what is most important so you can be able to focus on those things. And so again, comes back to my three words that uh, I am renewing in my mind uh, to be able to focus more on, and that is less but better. So with that, again, if you want to get the show notes to this, um, I have some detailed show notes there. Uh, you can go to joshuarivers.net slash 009. There are links to some of the different previous posts and goals and things that I referred to that are there. I have a couple pictures, actually, of some of the things. There's that bulletin board that I had from a couple years ago. Um, and so I taken a picture and posted that and shared that uh, before. And so I still have that bulletin board there. And so I plan on um, getting that updated and utilizing that again. And so um, I plan to be able to do that. And so uh, I'll even uh, share that here in the near future um, as I get that going a little bit more. And so with that, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, close also by reminding you that if you go to the website there, you can not only get the show notes, but then also you can subscribe to the newsletter. And when you do that, there's three different series that I have done in the past, some uh, different blog posts that I've done. And I put those three series into PDFs and uh, those are available when you subscribe to the newsletter. And so uh, the one is about your dreams. The second one is God's grace. And the third one is mountains and valleys. And so those were series that I got a lot of good feedback on and things that really uh, motivated me and really moved me and um, helped me a lot uh, personally. And so I want to share those with you. Um, And then also with the newsletter, you'll be able to get uh, several other um, articles and uh, posts throughout. And so this isn't just for um, getting the blog and podcast updates. This is um, additional content that isn't on the uh, on the blog. And so I want to be able to share that with you. And so you can be able to do that. And so, again, just go to joshuarivers.net slash 009. Get the show notes. With that, I'm just going to go ahead and wrap it up. And I will talk to you later. And hopefully I'll be able to hear from you. Thank you. God bless.